Hey guys, it's After Lodge Jason. Harlan is currently uh, playing with Mickey Mouse and maybe a Disney princess or two. I don't know. Anyway, uh, just to let you know, this podcast isn't affiliated with anybody or anything related to anything Masonic. I don't even approve of this podcast. How about you, Bruce? Not at all. So, you know, there's probably going to be a little bit of salty language. Not like quite sailor level, but like maybe like some like PG-13, like Ghostbusters maybe language. What do you, I mean, what would you call it? I don't know. PG-13 sounds good. Yeah, PG-13 language. I, I don't know. It, list, don't Young listen. Adult. Listen. I don't, I don't care. Just leave me alone. Hey everybody, welcome to After Lodge. I'm your sexually voiced host, After Lodge Jason. Notice I do not have any kind of a Minnesotian accent. That gentleman that was on this show last week was an imposter. Harlan has now made the happiest place on earth, the unhappiest place on earth, when several thousand lawyers have descended upon Disney World. So, he's not here. How does that not create, like, just a black hole of some kind? Or I, I, Now would be a good time for... No, I can't it, say it, that. It just it seems like such a weird meeting. Like, yeah, just I opposing can't. ideas. The happiest place on earth, and then the lawyers, people whose entire existence is to make others miserable. Exactly. I don't know. It seems like one of them would just implode or disintegrate I, I, or combust. Or... I, I, Josh, could you not bang on the table? Jesus, he's a Mexican. What are you talking about? Is it is it unlevel? Are you fixing it? Yeah. I mean, like, here's my point. Like, I think if Walt woke up, like, if we unthawed Walt, yeah. and he found out there was a lawyer convention going on at, at the happiest place on earth, he uh, would probably fire everyone, first of all. And he wasn't a big fan of the Jews anyway. I don't know if you've heard right. the rumors about him. I was going to say, I think he'd go a step further. I think he'd just, like, get a gun, go up in the princess tower, and just start picking them uh, off. More than likely. All right, so that, uh... Sultry voice you hear over there uh, is producer slash producer Bruce. Sultry, I'll take it. How are we today, gentlemen? Doing also good, joined by our resident Mexican, Woo-hoo! working off for a green card. All right. Uh, landscaper Josh. Worshipful. What's up? Oh, he is the worshipful. Mm-hmm. I guess I got to treat. Do I have to treat him with respect when we're on the show, or if you want to use the title? See, some some podcasts okay. and and weekly Masonic type shows use titles. Josh, were you ever an Eagle Scout? Excessively. Huh? Were you ever an Eagle Scout? No, sir. Okay. Not at all. Just making sure. Others don't. Tony, please get off your phone. There is no Grand Censor Bob today. I heard something about some kind of wild spring bear break party. I don't know. He may have went to Disney World with Harlan. They have a weird relationship. So it's your job to be the hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, who told me to get off their phone? Well, I had to have mine on to play the music. Anyway, it's your job for the day to be the moral compass of the after lodges. Can are you up to that challenge, brother Chapel? I'm absolutely up to that challenge. I have my little handy pen here. 
It's a red pen, and anything that's done, said, or whatever will need to be chaplain approved. Here's the real question. Go. Go. Did you ever get your red swing line stapler back? I never got my red line s- s- whatever. You never got that back? But. You were threatening to burn down the lodge if you did not get that back. However, I have got us a new uh, sponsor for the podcast. Mm. We after, need another one. Continue. After Lodge, brought to you by Comfort Wipe. <laughs> <laughs> How has he just now seen the Comfort Wipe? <laughs> he doesn't get the on the Comfort internet wipe. much. I'm going to check this out. If any, if any podcast should be sponsored by a poop stick, it's this one right here, gentlemen. <laughs> Google it. Anyway, I like it. I like it. So, uh, yeah. So you guys had a show without me the other day. Oh man, that was like was it good? It was fantastic. God, it was great. Was it? There was no pressure. Everything just flowed smoothly. Really. Oh, I mean, we started on time. No. The show got no, put up. The show got put up early. It was great. That was just Harlan showing the off. Guests were happy. We were all happy. Oh, y'all there had a guest. No fighting yeah. or yelling. Oh, so now you're calling him a guest because last I heard, that was After Lodge Jason 2.0. Like he's a better version of me or something. I mean, how can y'all replace me so quickly? He can be both. Y'all should have draped this chair <laughs> and left it vacant for the show. If you were to never come back again, we would do that. You realize I was the last one for to one miss show, a show of the original we would three. Drape the show. I was dying. You were also the most recent one. That's true. No, it's not. Harlan's not here. No, yeah. Well, I mean, up until today, <laughs> for like three days, I was. Yeah, for three days. Do you, do you realize we haven't had a show with the original three in oh, like God, three weeks now? Yeah, like it's just uh, we all can't stand to be around each other anymore. Mm, it's it's kind of how a triumvirate. There works. was a fight over a f- uh, one of those like priceless Russian eggs, and uh, it got broke. Hmm. Apparently it had come down from some Jew dynasty in Harlan's family. I thought it would be funny to throw it to you. Um, everybody's mad at everybody. You're blaming me. I'm blaming you. Yeah, Harlan's blaming it's, both it's of us. It's pretty much your fault. I don't let's, think so. Let's, let's be honest here. Who who doesn't have... You were the one that said, Bruce, if you choose to not catch this, that's, that's first a choice of all, you have. First of all, I guarantee that egg's not priceless. Because I guarantee I could have took it up to the pawn shop over there well, and got at least 100 bucks out of it. For it. Yeah. That'd I'm talking about those Faberge eggs. Yeah, it's a Faberge egg. Faberge. I've read about those. Faberge? Faberge. Yeah. Faberge. Maybe it's French. Maybe it's not Russian. Maybe it's Faberge. Faberge? Faberge. Faberge. Faberger? No. No. Stop it. He's not here. You can't do it. I know where you're going. Stop it. It was a stutter. I'm sorry. Stop it. I do not approve. Faberge? So I tried listening to the show. Um, you tried. You listened to every second of it, and you loved it. I had to listen to it three times. I See? Was, I was sick, and I kept falling asleep somewhere, and I never could remember where, because I don't know whose idea it was to put two lawyers on a show. <laughs> Not mine. That was the number one rated podcast amongst lawyers. There was, like, agency law on that show? Yeah. That got brought out of the past? It was a, I mean, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, it was all right. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't say it was good, dude. Like, y'all still need you me. Can't like, I can't say it was good. I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, it was as best as it could be without me being on it. How about that? I'll take that. Anyway. Because that's the only way you can word that without making it sound like... Never mind. <laughs> <coughs> ah! That hurt. That hurt a great deal. <laughs> do it again. No. I don't ever want to do that again. Anyway, um, so we would like to thank Nick 
from the Masonic Roundtable for coming on, yeah, filling in. Thanks again, Nick. Short notice too. He uh, very like hours. Yeah, I mean, uh, did a great job. All jokes aside, it was interesting to hear him on here. It was a very lawful show. It was a lawful show. Did not appreciate lawful his good. southern accent. Everybody south of the Mason Dixon mm-hmm. line did not appreciate. I got what you did. Yeah, come on. Everybody south of the Mason Dixon line did not appreciate his poor southern accent. So we're going to go here to Tony. Tony, Brother Chaplin. Yes, Brother Jason. How was your week? My week was fantastic. That sounds good. I wish you would have vamped a little bit more so I could enjoy a little bit more of this Canada Dry Tent, but that's cool. Same great taste, only 10 calories. I'm a little little uncomfortable. Why are you uncomfortable? I'm sitting in Harlan's chair. Oh, you got the Jugu on. And I actually have Harlan's headphones on. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to Harlan's do my earwax. I'm trying to do my mm. best Harlan imitation. I was laying, I was leaning back a while ago. Did, did you notice? Wow, he can lean back. I didn't figure he had enough room over here to lean back as big as he is. <laughs> I'm that just is impressed impressive. he uh, went out and bought a pack of those same weird clove cigarettes that Harlan smokes. And he what are those? Those things stink. I don't know. What are those things? That's not tobacco it's in there. Something weird. Yeah, I think it's oregano. <laughs> no, it's not weed. I can promise you. No, I, I don't think, oh, think it's weed. actual I think oregano. it's actual oregano. You think somebody sold him oregano, told him it was weed. Exactly. And, he doesn't know. and then one time, yeah. He's like, and, wow. then, and then in his mind, he's like, I'm the coolest dude ever. I'm walking around smoking filtered weed smokes. Right. That's that's possible. So legitimately, Tony, would you like to tell us how your week was? Uh, last weekend I was in Atlanta, so I missed the breakfast. And uh, all yeah, week we long you. I've been with the uh, with my boss, has mm-hmm. been here. Uh, so I haven't got to spend a lot of time at home, and so yesterday I had to miss Lodge because I was catching up on some lawn work, and I cut down a green, a great big tall tree, and it was still green, but I wanted to burn it. So I got, I finally got it to burn. Gasoline. And, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so I finally got it to burn. When you burn green, and I did it in a fire pit, so it wasn't like a big raging fire. When you burn it a little, a little bit at a time, it actually smelt like pot. Yep. And my wife looked at me and says, this smells like pot. Hey, uh, Tony. About 15 minutes after I started burning it, you were I had like half the neighborhood at my house just saying, hey, what's going on? How's it going? Tony, you never came in your garage <laughs> while you were burning that green wood, did you? I never did what? Come in your garage. Some of us were over there. I don't know what he's asking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Clar- okay. Clarify right. this. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're all on the same page now. Okay. I, I, I never, never go into I your never garage. went into my garage. Okay, there we go. Yesterday okay. while you were burning. Did I, what did I, did I say <laughs> something stupid? Nothing. Just, yeah, just it's okay, buddy. On. Let it go. Was it me? Did I say something stupid? No. Let it go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we let got it, the joke. Let it go. Did that cold, Joke's done. Did that cold kill a bunch of brain cells? Burn the tree. <laughs> oh, we burnt. Never mind. I was going to say, never mind. People kept, maybe you're right, people kept coming out of the garage, but I kept thinking, this smells like pot. So. Oh, yeah, no, we met a bunch of your neighbors last night. <laughs> Did you really not see us there? No. no it was no. a good party. So, anyway, that's how my week went. It was just, it was fairly boring. Just work, 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 and then work at home. If you're going to have any law enforcement over your house, you might want to straighten up your garage, though. Just saying, don't remember what we left there. You know... With some of the trouble that our local elected officials have been getting into last, I think the chaplain having a pot cigarette at his house would be the least of the of their concerns. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, mayor, it, yeah. Right? the mayor down the road there. He's 
he's having a little bit of a rough go. Yeah. Can't really get into local politics on a worldwide show, but <laughs> yeah. right. let's put it this way. That dude ain't no Bill Clinton. He didn't even try to lie about it. He's like, yep, I did that. Mm-hmm. So, Joshy Poo. What's up? Athlete's not going to be on the show today. Hmm? What did you say, Bruce? I said, welcome to the show. Well, did you, you did you tell him he was? No. I'm just letting him know How now. Him here? The only time he's here is when he thinks Athlete's going to be here. I'm just letting him know now. Athlete's not going to be here today. Josh, did somebody know, tell I'm you sad. Was... I'm sad now. Coming... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Josh, this is the first time we've had you on Second. the show. Second. I, can I finish a damn sentence? Sorry. Amy, <laughs> did you change your name? Second. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is the first time we've had you on the actual show in a sit-down position. Second. Is it? I don't think it's the second. second. Since you become master. Yeah. Yeah. Now, apologize <laughs> yeah, to me, Josh. No, no you're right. For on the 38 <laughs> times you said second. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, uh. I'm sorry. How's the big chair treat, big dog? Pretty good. Is it a little warm up there? You like yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty hot up there. A little stress up there? A little bit. He was fanning himself last night. Did you notice it? It was hot up there last I don't night. Know it, it, it wasn't I, even warm I, in I, here. No, it I want to like know where he got the church lady fan at. Mid-60s in here. Well, like, he popped that out of nowhere. Like I think just, it was in his briefcase. And then he's up here. And then it got real hot. And then he had two of them. He had two of them. Then he had a little kid. I didn't even see the second one. He went hard for Jerome, and then Jerome come up here and was fanning him, too. Oh, I missed all that. It was hot. It was hot. Hey, uh, Tony, was it hot in Atlanta this week? Was it was it a hot time in Atlanta? Josh, you have established the fact the you have established the fact that it was hot. Yeah. Can nobody talk today? Nah. Huh. Wait, what now? Is a minute. Something going on? I don't know. Stop <laughs> breathing on the mic. It's not funny no more. Oh my god. So, Josh, uh, is there any insights you would like to share? You being almost a five month master now. Well, actually, yeah, a five-month master now, exactly. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um, what would you like to He's share counting. about the big chair? Is there any advice you would have for any upcoming masters? No. Run the other way? Yeah. Get out while oh, you can. okay. Well, <laughs> master said it. I guess I'm done after this year. Have you had any uh, serious issues that you've had to deal with as a master, and how did you deal with those issues? Should I bring that issue up? Oh, shit, no, I was kind of joking. No, don't bring up that real issue. Yeah, no. Was, you don't want... What's the matter with you, Josh? I'm just, just checking. You sucked all the funny out of the show. Just Bruce, checking. how was you your week? <laughs> We've already been over... We you started with me. me. Wait a minute. You asked Did me. We? Has there been an issue? Yes, there was an issue, but I don't think... We're, we're not should. talking about it. Yeah. No, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, well, I, here's the thing is, last night, you and your son were both gone. Okay. Yeah, there was some rearranging of I chairs. made a motion... That uh, no trophies or awards of any kind be kept in the North. Of any kind. From, in the Lodge Room From as this a whole. day forward, since the North is Masonically a place, place of, of darkness, darkness. Did you get a second? I was concerned. Yeah, he got like Seriously? a third and a fourth. Is that a real I question? <laughs> Come on. I seconded right. I anyway. Mean, before he finished his sentence, I was Josh. I was like, two, two. <laughs> the, 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 the concern was that anything shiny in the North would disrupt that. And, you know, it's the, the, the metaphor there might be. Mm-hmm. Ruined. Yeah. Did the motion carry? It did. It did. Because there was nobody here to stop it. Nobody who and might let have, this be a lesson to all you. Nobody might have stopped it. This is why you have to go to lodge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we had the problem of once we removed the trophy from the north, per the motion that was made on the lodge floor. Yes. We had to find a, a receptacle for said trophy. 
Now that wasn't part of the motion. But, no, this was a separate it, motion it, it that was, came up afterwards. We had to deal with it. Um, there was discussion of of maybe getting a plaque for the trophy in a shelf, but then we would have to the plaque for the shelf that would be donated would cost more than the actual shelf. So we decided not to go that route. Anyway, what wound up happening is, uh, are you familiar with uh, the back of Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> if you go back there, there's one of those dumpsters back there that's like a semi-trailer dumpster. You uh, you can't legally do this. What do you mean legally? Because that trophy doesn't actually go home hang with on, the trophy winner. Let me explain That something. trophy is the property of the lodge. Let me explain and something. if you destroyed lodge property, hey. Yeah. No, we, that's we club property. That is social club property. And and second of all, before you start talking about legal anything, let me explain to you. The law has left town. <laughs> he's walking around with mouse ears on in Disneyland or World or wherever the hell he's at. And we ain't going to have no more law talk up in here. There, one of the best fences that's ever been built is the fence that's around Disney World. If, if you ever pay attention, I mean, you've, you've only got a few certain gates you can get into. Yeah, I can't even get in. This would be... I thought you had to ride the monorail in unless you went in the main gate. This would be a perfect time to lock the gates. Every lawyer uh, throughout mm. the nation. And we could have we could have like that would be their little that's their Here's what I say. FEMA camp. We stop <laughs> supplying Disney World. Now now if I remember correctly, Disney World's got a lake. Starve them out. There's wildlife in Disney World. We they leave them in there and we set up closed caption television and then we put it on pay per view. And like it, it's like constantly running, and you just check on channel four eighty three. I would subscribe, and that's the Disneyland Lawyer Armageddon. And then you can like that follow certain people. Everybody It'd be like the Hunger the Games. You say this would be like Lawyer Hunger Games. Yeah, oh, except, so awesome. except instead of being like twenty four, twenty five people, it, it's thousands of lawyers, and they're all super smart. But yes. the thing is, is you're gonna have to watch really closely that first week. Because lawyers are so cutthroat, you're going to be only be left with like thirteen at the end of the first week. <laughs> you have one lawyer and all the sharks one will super still be lawyer. in the lake. Because lawyers won't mess with a shark, and you know why? Professional courtesy. Nah. <laughs> nice. Anyway, what I was going to ask a second ago, that was pretty bad. Who is probably the unhappiest man on earth? If he's in Disneyland, which is the happiest place on earth, does that just make it like a normal happiness level for an average person? No. Anybody? No. It's a net negative happiness. Still? I don't know if you've ever been around. Like, like when you're around one lawyer, it's like a soul vampire. Yeah, but <laughs> he that probably works the opposite for him. But, but think about it. He is around other lawyers. Yeah. Thousands of them. Right. They don't discriminate whose soul they suck. Like, they don't even know they, they're doing it. Just the general population around there. Become more depressed. Why do you think there's more lawyer suicides than any other profession? I think I kind of just pulled that out of my butt, but I think I heard it somewhere. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, all I'm saying is if I had bought tickets to Disneyland this week, <laughs> I'd be mad. I would oh, be, I, I'd be I'd going be up furious. to Michael Eisner's wow. office demanding a refund. Sir, you promised me an experience of the happiest place on earth, and everywhere I turn, I can't swing a dead cat without hitting a damn lawyer. There's nothing here but misery and suffering. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Uh, horrible. Could y'all imagine? No. And then they got that nice train, though. See, but they got that nice monorail train. Maybe if we get them all on that train and send them, I don't know. To Space Mountain? 
some German sounding place. Is there a German town over in Epcot or something? To, to space it, and it's mountain a small in. world, isn't it? <laughs> Imagine the scene. A family's there. Small kid falls, scrapes his knee. The rush of those attorneys. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the kid would be trampled. Like, they wouldn't be able to stop. Don't settle. Don't settle. It would be worse than a soccer match in England. <laughs> like, thousands would die. <laughs> Just by the end of today alone, Disneyland's going to have a thousand lawsuits pending. That sidewalk's a little uneven. I saw it first. I've already filed the suit. <laughs> Florida's going to need some tort reform after this week. <laughs> anyway, he's going to uh, Makana Lodge in Orlando. Uh, I don't. Mekahana, Michaela, Michaela. I think he's going. Yes, He's going to Michael Lodge. He's going to Chanika Lodge in Orlando. If you're in Orlando and you know a lodge that sounds like any one of those fifteen words we just said, Harlan will be there whatever day they meet this week. Except probably by the time this is out, it will have already happened. I think they meet Tuesday night. I could be wrong, but I thought they were meeting Tuesday night. All right. Could be wrong. I don't know. You gonna ask me how my week was for the me- record? Mecha Mecha Godzilla. It was Lodge? Uh, no. It was Mothra Lodge. <laughs> I remember it now. When you said Godzilla, it reminded. Oh yeah, Mothra. It was right. definitely Mothra Lodge. All right. Jason. Yes. How was your week, buddy? Mm. <laughs> Tony. Tell oh, you want me to ask time. you, Jason? How was your week, dude? Like I've never swallowed Drano in my life. And had a head cold at the same time. Um, but I think that's what happened to me this week. And I don't remember swallowing Drano. But I think I must have. If y'all remember, I sent a message in. In my yes. absence last week. Yeah, we played it. I made a few stand references. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, I was going to sing a couple bars of the character Larry Underwood's uh, signature song. That became a one-hit wonder. Because the world ended right after he hit it big. Um... I was out of breath. Like, I was, I couldn't breathe anymore. So I just, later, whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, it was, it was horrible, dude. You sounded pretty bad. This was like, this is like the sickest I've ever been in my 30s. Where'd you catch it from? I mean, like, cold wise. Licking. 30s. I thought, I'm getting I thought there, you were Josh. talking about last week. Hmm? You said this yeah. is the sickest you've ever been in your 30s? Yeah, I'm 37 years old. Just 36? How old am I? I was born See? in 1977. See, he doesn't even know. I thought you were like You're 45. 54. Let me tell you something We've about said being it a dozen in, times Okay, you now. just hit your 30s. Let me tell you something. 45. You don't know anything, but I'm 30 something. Like after 33, you know you're 30 something until somebody tells you you're 40. And you're like, time is a bitch. And I'm not to 40 yet. So I, I don't know. Is that too many swear words in a row, producer? It was one big one. The B word. No. Oh, that the was, other word. That was the no, the B word. word. Oh, that, wow. that, that one's PG thirteen. Anyway, so uh, I sent a uh, meme off of the subreddit. Somebody had posted right before I become deathly ill. And when I say deathly ill, I, I don't mean like hmm, you I'm, were fine. You were so fine that when you tried to call into work Monday, you changed your mind halfway through the call and went to work. Anyway. That is not true. That is not what happened. That's that is what not what happened. Me what happened. Let me tell you how. Since your boss told me what happened, that man's a he's damn like, liar. Yeah, he was like halfway through the call, he was like, "Oh, you know." Oh, it, it was fine. worse than that. I'll it wasn't. There. It wasn't even a call. It was a text in. I had already covered my route. 
<laughs> I'd already covered my route by another sub, and I sent the man a text out of courtesy, like, hey, I'm not coming in. Man, Inc's coming in today to do my route because I'm sick as a dog. Oh, man, this other lady already called in. Is there any way I can get you to come in anyway? And did you? I said, man, are you serious? And he said, yeah, man, I really need you. And this you is all text in? messages. Yeah. See, so you weren't that sick. No, you don't understand. You weren't that sick. No, you don't understand. It took you me an fine. extra. No, you were just listen. trying to pull a stew. Did you listen? Right now we're doing Mailman Show, but I have to get this out. I'm sorry, Milkman Show. Go on. Um, so I was in there on Monday, and then I was out of there for a little while because I was dead. Um, when I came back. So did you do the whole thing Monday? Oh, yeah. Okay. It took me like forever long. And I was going from like freezing and turning on the heat in the truck <laughs> to turning the heat off and turning the fan on. And then uh, somebody come up to get their That's mail. A bad feeling. Yeah. Somebody come up to get their mail and they're like, uh, dude, what are you doing nope. here today? And I was like, I couldn't take off. He's like, I really wish you wouldn't have been touching my mail. And I was like, me too, man. I don't know what you <laughs> want me to do. So uh, anyway, uh, so I'm gone for a day or two there. And then uh, when I finally arrived back at work, looking and feeling like the all-American boy, of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody else met some bitch is sick. <laughs> like, I start counting. There's eight people with the hacking cough. Uh, three or four people saying, oh, God, I'm dying. And those just happen to be all the people you licked a week like, before. No, I didn't lick them. Directly. No, I didn't lick them. Dire- okay, you, directly. You, you licked their milk. All I'm saying is I was so mad I had to go in Monday. I'm Stu, could you My knock bad. it off over there? My bad. I may have licked a few door handles. That's all I'm saying because I was so angry I had to go in. Anyway. This stuff originally came from you. Mm, that's not no allegedly. Abs- no, allegedly, I, no, I have epidemiological proof that you got sick a week after I got sick. That's neither here nor there. Nobody else in lodge that night that we hung around, and there were a lot of people here. Did you wipe your hand sick. on anyone else whenever they said, "Get away from me, you're sick"? That was after that. No, that was that same night. I said, "You're sick, and you come to lodge. This is you're gonna you're gonna kill me." I didn't even really wipe my hand on. And you, then you were talking about how bad your hand, nose I was running into this one, and then wiped you with that. And then one. you like wiped and smeared. It was like even a smear. Then, even smear. then, it was the back shoulder. There's no way that could get from there to your face, dude. I use my shirts as a pillow at night. You don't know that. <laughs> if he has an open sore, have you seen his back? There's uh-huh. a lot of acne on that back. Uh-huh. A lot of hair, too. It's weird. Yeesh. Why do you have hair with that much acne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so here's my point. So it took seven days for it to kick in on me. Like, almost seven days to the exact moment. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want... I, I, yeah, dude, it was like, I went to bed <laughs> fine. I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm dying. Oh, this is the end. I'm coming to join you, Elizabeth. Anyway. <laughs> so it's seven days. And I was going to give you a little poo-poo. I was going to give you a little... little Little guff, blaming you for my deathbed illness. But I didn't really think it was you. This happened last Sunday when I woke up dead. Mm-hmm. Seven days after I seen you and you wiped your hand on my shirt. Mm-hmm. Other hand, but go on. Whatever. I don't know which hand you use. I don't know which hand you wipe with. I do. I'm not Arab. Anyway, so seven days after I get sick to the day, mm-hmm. my wife wakes up like the dragon lady because she's dying too. Hmm. She's just now starting on this wonderful journey. I'm just now getting off the train on. Exactly seven days later. This is the same damn SARS virus you gave me two weeks ago. If you have a comfort wipe, it wouldn't matter which hand that you wiped exactly. with. Exactly. So my point up, on the comfort twenty nine ninety five. Too easy payments. Promo code Chaplin. Oh. 
You'll oh, get a ten percent discount. I have wow, to bring up this sweet. problem with the comfort wipe. Though. <coughs> the deal on the comfort wipe is for the comfort wipe and a suction cup handle, which I don't know why anybody would trust a suction cup handle if you're too fat to wipe your own ass. Seems to me like that's going to have to support a lot of weight, and I'm not going to trust a suction cup for that. I'm going to want some stud like like harnesses and some kind of actual mount, something mounted to a joist or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not on. an engineer. But my point is, is so you got one comfort wipe in your house. Can everybody like not use the same comfort wipe? Because that's disgusting to me. They're coming up with a new model. One is you use with your hand. It just extends yeah. your reach. The other model they're going to come out with is that you actually mount it beside the toilet. And then you and then rub you'll, your butt you'll, you'll up and change. And then when you get done, you get up and you just kind of get back and, and wiggle on it. But then if you miss some of the paper... Well, have, you, you, that, hold on, stop. That image of Tony wiggling on it right there that he just did, that's like going to stick it, in my brain until the day I die. You know what it looked like? It looked like a cat yeah. in the heat. That's what that looked like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. I mean, but if you get so fat you can't wipe your own butt, instead of buying a comfort wipe, why wouldn't you just buy a bidet? Just wash your butt with water every day. Because I ain't French. Well, I can tell because you're too fat to fit through any French door. How, th- this is a question I have. A bidet. How do you dry? Yeah. That's... There's towels there. You don't want to use that towel in the shower. If you go to a fancy hotel and there's a bidet, there's like a little towel rack there with like hand towels. Uh-huh. Then you, then you pat dry your, 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 okay. Buttocks. But if Wait, you're too on. fat. So what do you do with that towel then? You put the <laughs> towel back? I hope you put it in the dirty clothes. If you're too fat to so wipe you have your to own. Use you use a towel every just, time? You... Just one time? It's one if use? I mean, I'm sure you could drip dry, like when you get out of the shower or something and like just hang out for a little while. But I mean, if you got places to go, you can use a hand towel, I guess. I don't if know. If you're too fat. Believe it or not, I can wipe butt. my own ass. I don't use a bidet. If you're too fat to wipe your own butt, then how are you going to use the towel to dry? You're still going to have to have the chunk, the comfort wipe. But white at least this way, model. there is no fecal residue on the actual comfort wipe stick. Hmm. I still like the permanently mounted model. That way you can set everything up before you do your business. When you get done, you can stand up. You can just... Permanently mounted, though. What if, what if you... I mean, what if you have a Harlan's incident? Oh, no. And you've got a shotgun blast all over the back wall where your comfort <laughs> wipe is. Oh, man. Harlan's going to regret when missing this show. you break out the extra large towel. Anyway, I say we just go back to the three seashells. To the what? The three seashells. Oh, yeah. That's much easier. That's what I have in my house. You don't ever use a bathroom in my house? Uh, yeah. I love oh. it. Any, any any civilized person does the three seashells. I haven't been able to figure out how the three shells work. Oh, oh, else he doesn't wasteful. know how to use the three seashells. Uh-huh. You know, I would have pegged him for not. I'm pretty sure when he was growing up, they didn't have indoor plumbing anyway. Oh, yeah, that was that was a while ago. That's very hurtful, but you're correct. Uh, the house I grew up in when I was a small child, we didn't. We we had to make the trip. Wait a minute, Tony. You're not that old. No, but we that were means that, you were just really poor. We were that poor. Yeah. Oh, that's not funny anymore. Now I just feel bad. Yeah, you just might as well go back to the lawyer. Did you ever? Did you ever ever have a snake like when when you were out there like come up through the? Never had one come up through there, uh, but yeah, there were sometimes snakes would want to. I don't know why snakes want to hang around a poo fort. Tracks the things insects and stuff, and rodents. I would yeah. assume would like an outhouse. Okay, pigs. I assume would like. And then we eat Rabu. pigs. Bacon pigs will eat anything, dude. Pigs are nasty. That's why Jews ain't allowed to eat them. You think about everything the Jews ain't allowed to eat, and it's all stuff that eats other nasty stuff. 
Yeah, I thought it was because of the cloven hooves. Yeah, but think about uh, Hoover. What, 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 think about <laughs> <laughs> cloven hooves. Is it cloven hooves or cloven hooves? Hooves. <laughs> Pigs have hooves. They're not drones, y'all. It's a hu- it hovers. <laughs> it's hub. It's either Hoover's or hooves. It's definitely hubs. One of God. those two has to be Hoover's right. Is, Hoover's is what a drone does. Right. Or it's a dam. And hubs is what a pig has. It has four hubs. And people like to eat. Never mind. But my point is, if you really stop and think about it, everything with a cloven hoof eats garbage. Everything Jews are forbidden from eating will eat like the nastiest stuff. But Shellfish? it doesn't matter because bacon is so delicious bacon that is awesome. it doesn't matter what a pig eats. It's the garbage the pig eats that makes it so well. I'm not That's arguing fine. against bacon. I'm fine with bacon. I'm just saying I, I think it's like a second level. Like they took it too far. Like you don't eat garbage yourself. And then they're like, well, if we don't eat garbage, we're not going to eat anything that eats garbage. I just, I mean, a pig I think it's too much. has to be a magical creature. What kind of digestive system turns literal poo into <laughs> bacon? That is the greatest thing ever. Well, they eat other stuff, too. It's awesome. They'll enjoy a tasty truffle if they can find it. You couldn't do that yourself. You couldn't take a little poo and take a little bit of grass and and, and wind and up with bacon. I know. You couldn't it's do that. You couldn't, you couldn't put it in a blender. How do you it's know we ain't ever tried eating people? We might have some bacon oh, we've bits tried. on us. I mean, maybe not us personally. Not but us personally. I mean, I'm not going through the Rocky Mountains anytime soon. So, did you have to run a fever? Yeah. Yeah, I was sick, dude. Hundred hundred twenty five. I didn't even I didn't even bother taking it. I knew I was sick. When I got home that day, I went to bed, slept from like three o'clock to nine o'clock, got up, looked around, and said, "Nope, screw this." Took a dose of Nyquil, went back to bed. Wow. How long? How, how long did it last? I mean, I'm still getting over it, but I don't feel as horrible as I did Friday. What is today? All the days are running together now. Friday was the last day I felt absolutely horrible, where I wanted to punch a, a toddler in the face. Why didn't you come to me? For what? Oh, you would lay hands on me. Don't do it he now. Could have healed you. Don't do it, dude. I'm telling heal you. Heal him, it, Tony. Tony, it's going to hurt one of us, and I don't know which one it's going to hurt. Get that taser. Put the hands on him. Get that taser. Get it. Be gone. Be gone. Damn, He's I, looking better already. I feel Look at worse. That. I feel much worse. Colors coming back to his face. Yes. That's where he smacked me. It's red. Oh. And that only will cost you ten percent of your income for the rest of your life. Worth it. Um, Worth it. <laughs> okay. So, um, how about some Masonic topics, John? Nah, I'm not going to do that. Spend the whole show talking about nah. how sick Jason is when I was equally sick and I didn't whine about nobody it for cared. half an hour. Nobody cared, dude. I didn't nobody, whine about it for thing, half dude. an hour. If you was to die, nobody would miss you. You got no family. You got no kids. All you would have if I were to die is Harlan. And we all know he ain't lasted much longer. Good point. The I'm the only one who would on miss you. Earth. Good point. I'm the only one who would miss you. I take offense to that. I like Bruce. I would miss Bruce deeply. Thank you. It's not what you said the other night. It's what I've always said. Don't I try to go Bruce. there. I've always I, I like Bruce. You said the other night the reason you weren't going to come to Lodge Saturday is you couldn't handle <laughs> seeing Bruce two days in a row. <laughs> That's why I got rid of his trophy. Right, oh, ho, ho, ho. It was, was it you that made the motion? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was definitely me. Look at all this truth spilling out all over this table. And and almost literally every voice in the lodge tried to second at the exact same time. I voted before I even finished. The I sentence. voted nay. It was a nay vote for me. That's I had to lie. do what I had to do. I have defended you. I've taken up for you. I've done no, everything I, I can do for you in this lodge. And then the one time I'm not here, you stab me in the back. It's your pride. What do you mean the one time you're not here? Every time he's here and you're not, he doesn't. Tony, pride comes before the fall. 
And he's a big man. That's every be a big week. Fall. You made sure we knew that trophy was there. Yeah. You know, when you had that trophy sitting by your chair, sometimes I'd sit in your chair doing stuff, like reading a book or something, and it sat right there at ashtray level. It, it was like an old-fashioned <laughs> smoking stand, and I would ash in it for like 20 minutes, and then realize, oh, that's the trophy, and then dump it out in an you ashtray. You realize that that and then put bowl was nothing but better. a styrofoam bowl with I didn't put anything it, right? out in it. Okay. <laughs> I put a little bit of water in it. It was good. Don't worry about it. I was wondering why the bow had like a little fluted edge. <laughs> There's a few melted spots. I yeah. ain't gonna lie. Anyway, um, does so. anybody know what even know what we're talking about? The golden bow. See what happened was uh, the lodge has you an cheated. annual you chili cheated. dinner. You cheated, um, and everybody brings in the chili, and then the people choose who, who wins the best chili. I think that. we did a Jason, whole show can we, on can it. Can you go back to whining about being sick again? And uh, it just so happened that uh, I won overwhelmingly. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was there were a couple pity votes that were given to other chilies, but for the most part, it was a it was about a ninety nine percent victory. You forgot the part. You forgot the part where uh, Josh tried to kill my wife, and Harlan's chili people thought was a topic for your chili. <laughs> this is all true. <laughs> yeah, I apologize, brother. So let's go to the uh, oregano whiteboard. And uh, talk about maybe some Masonic stuff here. What do y'all think? We'll cover a few Masonic <laughs> topics. Huh? I see the first topic is something that's near and dear to Jason's heart. Schizoaffective <laughs> disorder. That is not funny. Mental illness is nothing to joke about. Unless you're talking about Jason. So a guy uh, has schizoaffective disorder and is wanting to join the lodge. He's in treatment. It's well managed. He takes medication. Now he's having crazy episodes. Um, but it could, you know, flare up, but he's keeping an eye on things, keeping stuff treated. And he's concerned that, uh, he won't get in the lodge. And a couple people on Reddit were saying, uh, you know, madman or fool. Would you consider yourself a madman? So my question is, if somebody has a serious mental illness, like, that's a. I'm assuming I'm not a psychiatrist, and, and my sister's not here. I'm assuming that's some sort of branch of the schizophrenic tree, and those people are usually pretty severely mentally ill. Uh, would you guys approve of this guy joining, even though you know, even though he's well, tre- excuse me, even though he's well treated at this moment? I, I would say that's something we can't answer without knowing. His, more about his, it his level yeah. but like from, how schizo from, from is my he? point of view if he is well enough to say you know these are my problems yeah they're being treated i function like this right now then he's probably not what we would call a madman the problem is if you're aware that you have a mental disorder then you're aware of it you're controlling right, it right exactly it's, crazy people never think they're crazy right it's the crazy people that's, that's kind of the point i was trying and to make. the problem is the super crazy people act like they're high functioning individuals you don't know that they're super crazy so that guy's getting into the lodge the guy that actually admits it we're going to keep him out so that's wrong hmm. now if it's a multiple multiple personality disorder who signs up and do you get multiple dues <laughs> Do you so get more you than one could, sunshade is what you're asking. Right. So you could actually, this could be a profit, <laughs> a profit center. Too bad Sybil was a female. Um, I mean, like, I think it might even be good for him. Because, you know, some, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I think some people, 
you know, their parents die early or they move away for work. And maybe when he starts kind of having an issue, his brothers could pull him aside and be like, hey, dude, you're acting weird. And then he can realize, well, maybe I am acting weird. Maybe I need to go, whatever, see the doctor again. Or I, I don't know. I'm not, like I said, best not here. I don't think I would turn him away, especially if he's coming to me saying, like, hey, I got these problems. And then, I, you know, I'd ask him some more questions about it. Like, you know. Is he a good man other than the disorder? Right. Uh, I mean, he's not. I mean, that's the assumption we're making. Okay. That he's he hasn't committed man. crimes in the past associated with a okay. disorder or whatever. Because we're not a fix-it organization. I mean, we take good men and make them better, but we're not necessarily a, a fix-it. But it sounds like to me, if he's working on his problems, he's going to therapy or taking medication, whatever it is, it seems like he's already someone trying to improve himself. Yep. So Agreed. Well, he's looking into Freemasonry and the right way to do it. Yeah. And he's like, I've got this problem. I don't want to hide it from anybody. And I think, you know, some of your friends there at the lodge probably ought to know, too. And that way, if like I said, if you start acting... I don't know. I don't want to say crazy, but if you start acting like off, off mm-hmm. yeah, then they can be like, hey, dude, maybe you ought to, uh, something's going on with you. I don't know what's up. Well, the good thing is, you know, if he comes in, if he gets in and all that, you know from the get go to kind of keep an eye. How many people do we have in the lodge that we didn't know till after the fact? The thing is, we're all a little crazy. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, is like we're not diagnosed as crazy. So you can't come to me and be like, hey, dude, like, like, and, quietly like off to the side not open the lodge or anything like that be like hey dude you've been acting weird the past couple weeks maybe you ought to you know talk to somebody or Shut. <laughs> what's in that corner what's going on over there okay buddy anyway um so yeah i'm moving on off that one here is the probably the saddest reddit topic of the week to me it was disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> so sucks. a guy in Kansas, only in Kansas, gentlemen. You ever been to Kansas, Tony? Yes, I have. You could see everything in Kansas from the middle of Kansas, couldn't you? Pretty much, yeah. There's nothing there. There's nothing blocking your sight. No buildings, nothing. They ran out of names in Kansas. They have <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri. That's in, what? <laughs> the, the whole area over there is just kind of, yeah. Uh, but we love them. We love them all. They got a little confused. You can just leave them alone. Hey, well, here's my question. How is Arkansas not called Arkansas? It's called Arkansas. Write it out. Arkansas. Wow. <laughs> I made a Harlan joke. I, I got some. blew his there. damn mind. Oh, wow. I have, I have learned something. To do. That is That is cool. Anyway, so uh, he goes and talks to his dad. He's been looking into Freemasonry. He's thinking about joining. He is not a subscriber of uh, the Christianity. He's going to write it out, dude. I've I've messed the whole show up now. We've lost Tony. He's he's probably going to be writing his congressman to change the way we pronounce Arkansas now. Oh, shit. All right, anyway. Uh, so he goes to his dad. And says, oh, he's not a Christian. He can't even spell Arkansas. He believes. <laughs> Look it up on your iPhone, dude. Look it up on your Play School My First Phone. Um, so he goes to his dad and says, hey. Siri, how oh, do you Jesus. spell Arkansas? She's not going to understand you unless you say Arkansas. You got to say Arkansas, and then she'll get it. That's it. Yeah, it works. Why are you bothering Ar- to write it down Ar- if you're Kansas. looking at the word? Dude, just leave him alone. Just leave him. He doesn't understand technology. Just let him go. 
I'm surprised he knows how to work Siri. I'm surprised also Siri doesn't say, what can I do for you, Big Papa? I'm surprised he hasn't changed his name to Big Papa. So, All right. Go on. I was just oh, bring us back to the topic. You were telling me to move on with the topic. Okay. So, uh, it's so sad you're trying to avoid it. Avoid what? The topic. It's a I'm sad not. Topic. Well, I mean, it's, it's stupid. So his dad tells him it's a, a Christian organization, and then he can't get in and refuses to give him a petition. Dude's already been researching it on his own. He said it was probably too biblical for his <laughs> pagan background. Pagan background. That's what he tells his son. Here's what I would tell my dad. Like, his father told him that, though? Yes. Well, was his father there during his raising? I mean, his no, father, he's not I, in. I mean, no, no, I mean, his dad's not his one. Ra- as he as he grew. From oh, you mean? Oh, never So mind. his it's background wouldn't it be kind of? Yeah, that's what I would have said to him. It's like, hey, uh, dad, <laughs> my you, background you know, is to you. you. You're my background. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like he probably changed religion. Like he probably found something else he believes in. God knows what. Well, I mean, I guess God would know what. Um. But whatever it is, his dad doesn't approve, and I think he's using that as a little wedge to get back at his son. And so, son is talking about going and finding another lodge, which I think would be hilarious. The only problem is, when they find out his dad refused to give him a petition, I'm thinking that lodge is not going to accept him, because they're going to be like, what does dad know about this kid that he don't want him in the lodge? It's his own son. Well, the worst part is at the end of that post. Did you read the end of the post where he says his his granddad was a Shriner, mm-hmm. and his dad said that he he compared uh, that title to the like military police and the military or something. It sounds about right. Yeah, I'm I'm good to go with that. You know what it sounds like to me? Like maybe dad is like a like a raised and out of here kind of guy. Right. Right. Like maybe he popped up and he's got well, another he's, family somewhere that he goes and sees on lodge nights. He may be an MM, but he's not. He, he doesn't, I don't think he knows he, what's up. He doesn't know what, what the hell's going on. How did he equate the Shriners to the military police? Ain't you ever seen him riding around on his motorcycles and stuff? Is that how? So this is how this guy. Oh, he just he, wow. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, they do those parade. Like, it sounds like maybe we ought to review his dad's membership. <laughs> when, it, when it, like a dignitary comes in, sometimes the Shriner go down there and like escort them with their motorcycles and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a police function, I think. Those little cars. I have so many problems with this. Go. First of all, I'm the chaplain, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, full, full disclosure. I only. am the actual chaplain of name the lodge. Only, yeah. Go on. Full disclosure. I'll tell everybody, and I'm proud of it. I'm a Christian. Christians have to quit whining. Christians have to quit thinking, and, and, uh, and I'm not apologizing for this. Christians are so worried about we got to keep this Christian. we got to keep – my God is a freaking huge God, okay? My God doesn't need my help. My God can okay? beat up your God. My God my God can beat up your God because my God doesn't believe in your God. <laughs> so, so it's an easy battle. <laughs> what a coincidence. My dirt doesn't believe in your God either. But you know what? That's okay. That's your business. For us, the first thing I had a problem with was saying that Mason – Re is a uh, <laughs> tried so hard. <laughs> tried so hard. <laughs> is a Christian organization wrong? It's not. You have to believe in God. You have to believe in a higher power, but that higher power can be whatever you believe it is. Because this guy's son doesn't believe the way he wants to, he wants to use control measures and say, "Well, you can't get in because you don't believe the way I do." Screw him. Well, 
Okay, it's not a Christian organization. Like I agree. We have with a that. lot of Christians in it, and that's great. But I believe if you're like completely militant against the Holy Bible, especially mm-hmm. the Old Testament, you might have some problems with some of the stuff that goes on in lunch. But that's not it, an open-minded individual that we we don't want closed-minded, we want. intolerant. Right. We don't want that discriminatory guy in people. But that's my whole point: is if you're somebody that can say, "Okay, I can deal with that." That's fine. I don't. I'm not going to disrespect your religion. Mm-hmm. I expect you to respect mine somewhat. Right. That's fine. But I, there are some people who aren't Christians who are militant against Christians. Some of it, I think, is deserved. Uh, but no, they're just as wrong. Intolerance. I agree, they're just as wrong. But I believe they've been smacked a few times by guys like this particular asshole. Uh-huh. And so now all Christians are this guy's dad to them. Okay. And so. Coming into this organization, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder mm-hmm. against anybody of the Christian faith already. I totally agree. And that is that is probably – we're getting into a whole – out of masonry. But that's probably – the that time. That's, that's probably the problem, in my opinion, as a Christian with today's Christianity. You believe like I do or you're wrong. You, today's you, Christianity. Well – been, Didn't and, we and, kill like a billion Muslims or something like a long time ago about that? But you could, and, and you could also take that to almost any other religion. It's not just the Christians that have done that. Every every organized religion, any religion, when you when you Buddhist it, ain't never killed nobody. Buddhist Who? is not a religion. Philosophy. What philosophy? It's not a religion. What the hell did Josh just say out loud into a microphone for the entire world to it's hear? Not a religion. It's a philosophy. I mean, Dude, there's some Asians on their way. They're they're in a car right now. <laughs> To whoop your Mexican ass. Bring it. I got the cartel. I know kung fu and shit, son. Your Mexican cartel can't hold nothing against a car load full of Shaolin monks. Ain't you ever watched them? Or Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan's pissed off, too. And they ain't nothing to mess with. When you look at a lot of things that Christians (laughs) claim, uh, Christianity, if you follow the philosophy, the war on Christmas in teaching, there is no war on Christmas. Mm. I don't know. I don't man. care what. I, I was at a store. I was says. at a store back then. They said Happy Holidays as opposed to Merry Christmas. You why know what? Why are you trying if, to take these? If they get your panties Christmas? in a wad, you've got other problems too. Um, Happy Xmas. The, the, the Christians need to research their own history. The X was the symbol for Christianity. So because um, it's a cross, exactly. Uh, but if you follow the teachings, philosophy, and religions, what what Jesus said to do, that's what makes you a Christian. It's not just because you say you're a Christian. And too many people go to church and say, and they don't believe if you don't feel like they do, then all of a sudden you can't be a Christian. It, it, it's like a contest that I could be holier than you. That was never the intention. Tony, here's something you don't understand. People are confused because the King James Bible took everything Jesus said and put it in red. And like you were saying earlier, you're using that red pen. They think red means disregard this part. That's why they never do anything Jesus said. That's why you have a thousand Christians lining up outside of Chick-fil-A because something about gay people, I don't even know. And then you don't have a thousand Christians lining up to feed somebody's hungry. Do you know what Jesus said in the Bible about gay people? Uh, Nothing. Uh, Nothing? Jesus said nothing. (laughs) Uh, What he did say was, love your brother. As yourself. He said that like a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, blessed are the poor. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the peacekeepers. When All the different stuff he talked about is actually totally against a lot of human nature. 
people take what they want and then they they corrupt the teachings the to time, fit what they're doing to justify themselves. When was the only time this dirty sandal wearing hippie got mad? Well, when they were doing the money changing in the temple, he when the church was making a bunch of money, right, off the people, mm-hmm. he got a little mad and threw some tables and he, stuff. Okay, another topic, real quick. Let me get off. I was at uh, I was down in Mississippi. Oh God, I'm sorry. And uh, we were uh, getting sorry ready. for our two listeners in Mississippi, but y'all need to move. <laughs> we were getting ready to eat lunch, and the guy says, uh, well, "Were you in the whites only section, or did you have to set the colored <laughs> section? Because I don't know if you've been to Mississippi lately, but it's still like that down there." Uh, there's a whole lot of that down there still. Um, but we, we were getting ready to eat lunch, and he said, Let's, you want to say grace? And I looked at him, and I this is crazy uh, to a lot of people, but I don't like praying out loud. Now, I'll do it as the chaplain of the lodge because well, that's part of my duties. if it's a formal duties. function, if it's like at a, I don't know, like at, at, at an event of some kind. But I think a lot of times people try to do all this stuff to be noticed. That Look at me, I'm saying grace. Or look at me, I'm doing this or like that. Like in a restaurant. One I the, agree. If, if you go to the Bible, and, and I tried to explain this to him, my belief system on this. If you go to the Bible, Jesus said, don't be like the Pharisees who pray loud and in front of people so that they can see other people. Other people can see them praying. Yeah. What Jesus said is when you pray, you go off by yourself and you get into a closet, your prayer closet, or you get into another room or you get by yourself and then you have basically a conversation with God. And that's where you get the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, blah, 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 and so on. That's how Jesus told us to pray. Well, and so know, I don't like having all these big, long, oh, Jesus, look at, you know, that's it's fine not in church. Biblical. Church, I think, is a different story. I think when you're out in public and you're drawing attention There's to yourself. There's a difference between worshiping, though. That's worshiping. Okay, good point. They're worshiping. But, but let me bring the, up this point. I've known two people who were, I consider, really good Christians who I, I had dinner with that would actually say grace before they ate. Mm-hmm. Both these people who I consider really good people mm-hmm. and Christian. Not that the yeah. two are mutually exclusive or anything. Whenever they said grace, they'd bow their head. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't like say, I'm going to say grace and like reach out and grab something. No, they just bow their head and then I'd realize they're praying and be like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. And see, now that, put my fork down. That is the way I think it probably should be. More it, personal? Yeah. Your relationship with God is between you and God. You don't have to show off to other people how, religi- how religious you are. Uh, that's another thing that Jesus says in the Bible. They'll know you by your works. And so somebody should be able to tell that you're a good person, that you're a Christian by the way you treat other people, by the way you act, that by the way you carry yourself. That's how they should know. They shouldn't have, you shouldn't have to go all, all around all the time saying, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Let's pray. Let's, no, they know you by your works. So one of the things I was told when I was a young man in this fraternity, Brother Chaplain, was that I was going to go to hell. Of course, this gentleman did not know my ticket had already been bought and paid for by many occurrences before this date, before I ever thought about coming here, uh, because the Masonic Lodge affiliates itself with non-Christians. He said, because we're in here and we'll pray and we'll pray next to whoever that's not a Christian, I'm going to hell for that. Oh, this is not a Mason you were talking to. No, 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 no. It was a okay. church guy. Right. My kid my kid what, what, goes to went. this is when Avery was smaller. He was going to like a vacation Bible school, like right up the road, and so I'd go pick him up every afternoon. And he tells me it's because he saw my ring. And I said, so I'm going to hell because I belong to an organization that lets in people other than Christians. He's like, yes, you don't associate with anybody that's not Christian. You need to read your Bible. That's not something you can do. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had any work done on your home? And he goes, yeah. 
is one of the first questions you ask for you ask about rates or prices if they have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ well yes actually I do I was like you just now thought of that and then I left and I didn't take the kid back to Bible school the rest of the week and he's kind of pissed at me does this fellow consider himself a good patriot and a good American he I don't know I never met the man well how, how can you say I don't uh, you can't call yourself an American because doesn't Amer- isn't America uh, a melting pot of all the different cultures and all the different religions no. and all that? This is the United States under Jesus Christ. Bruce, I, you know, buddy, what are you doing over on my side of the table, man? It says in the Bible that you're not to forsake the assemb- you know, assembling yourselves together with other like-minded avengers. He probably gets by with that by saying, render under Caesar what is Caesar's. It also says that uh, you're to be in the world, but not of the world. In other words, don't let the world change you. Now, this sounds like interpretation. Don't let the world – it is interpretation. and that's How do we know your interpretation is a correct interpretation? We don't. That's why we have to be tolerant of other people's ter- interpretations. Uh, I don't like Tylenol. It makes me sick. Um, it says to be in the world and not of the world. In other words, you, you're, you, you are to go now, out and be in the world. if he was going to use world. other words, why didn't he use the other words? What other words? Well, you're saying in other words, what it means is... Because most Christians, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't want to offend our Christian listeners or whatever. You're doing a pretty I, good job Because I'm, I'm a Christian. You're the Christian here. But There'll most... be egg in your house later. It's a most, good thing Easter's over. It'd be full of Cadbury eggs all over the front. <laughs> most Christians awesome. that I know have a Sunday school version of the Sunday school stories. And they know about Noah and the ark. Well, that's great. That was, a, that was an alien spaceship that came from Mars. But so many people don't know that Noah... It was Noah, DNA, not actual animals, gentlemen. That Noah, number one, didn't want to build the ark, but he was obedient to God, so he built it. And number two, most people don't know that Noah was actually a drunk. That all his sons... Are we holding that against people now? That all his sons found Noah in his nakedness, in his drunkenness, and his sons started making fun of Noah. Where are you going? I got to pee. Keep going. Uh, we'll still be talking when I get his, back. I like how he was trying to do it quiet, and then Tony just stops. Wait, where? Why are you putting your headphones down and G- G- getting up Jason from your chair just and walking a, in the other direction? Are we getting a little too close? Uh, am I touching a nerve with Jason? Is that? Did he just leave? He said, "I'm out." Wow. Something about the ark. I don't know. Noah was a drunk. That's okay. As far as the story goes, all his sons were making fun of their father Noah. And they look at him, he's drunk, he's yeah. naked, and they were all making fun of him. God did not get mad at Noah for being drunk. He got mad at the sons for laughing and making fun of their father. Hmm. And there's stories like this throughout the Bible. If you go past the Sunday school version, the little shined up, dig a little, clean, deeper, yeah, dig a little deeper, you'll find throughout the Bible from the very beginning, Cain versus Abel, we are our brother's keeper. Yeah. And when God gets mad, it's when we don't take care of one another. And that's one reason I like the Masonic fraternity is because us being brothers, one yeah. of the things we're supposed to do. It's a big part of it. We all tease each other. We all make fun of each other and all that type of stuff. But if one of us needs the other, we know that right. that we would we're be. There. We're there. And that's what I like about the fraternity. And That was a really, really roundabout way to. Tell this guy whose dad told him not to join. His dad's a jerk. Go ahead and try it. Now, now if the son has done some bad things or he's emotionally not right. ready, but if there's a reason, but just to say that, you know, it's too Christian for you. It's too biblical, right. Then that's... that's pagan background, that's nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although, maybe we should consider, and I this just popped into my head, 
Maybe his dad's just kind of testing him a little bit to see if he asks again. Yeah. That's entirely possible. It could be. My main concern is is his dad's a butthole. And when he goes to apply to another lodge... Well, that's true. But again, maybe he was just saying that stuff to see if his son was serious. I wouldn't do that to my kid. Give him the benefit of the doubt. I wouldn't do that to my kid. I can't see any... Like, I can't just see... Yeah, I mean, like, the, what's the chance that the dad knows something about the son, or maybe he feels well, the son's I mean, not ready, and so he's trying to find a, a, trying a, a to way put to him let off him a little down. bit? That's possible too. I mean, that we don't be. know. Oh yeah, that's that's very. Let's true. call I his dad. Thought about that. What Somebody if, call his what dad. If, Get his dad on the show. Look at it. You didn't want to say they're going to blackball you. There is a legitimate reason that that, that guy shouldn't. But be I here think and he didn't talk about that in the post, and his dad knows that. So he's trying to put him down and instead in a nice of just way. saying they're not going to let you, you in because here. you're a piece of crap. You know, right. they're going we're not going to let you in because you it's a little more. In, but I think it's, it's your job as a father. It's probably more moral. Maybe if he said it, they're more better. moral than what you're ready for. Really? I mean, so, that's so okay. So let's assume this is your son. This is Avery. This is Avery. Avery's total f up. Yeah, Avery's screwing up everything from here to next Wednesday, and Avery asked me to join. I'm going to tell him he needs to get his poop in a line. Before he moves on to this part of his life, I'd love to have you here, son, and I want you here, but you're not ready to be here yet, and here's why. Because okay. it's my job as a father to tell him where he's messing up. What? And let me be honest with you. What if most it's not something ways, that he thinks he can fix, though? Like what? Like I, 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 if it's not something you can fix that would disqualify you from being here in my eyes, then you don't come here. On a side note, really quick, that was like the world's fastest urination. You went out, you urinated, and come back. You did not have time to wash your hands. Just well, for he, the record, he also pees every half an hour, so the pees are only like two little drops of pee. To be fair, though, I wash my hands before I touch my junk. My hands are way dirtier than that thing is. I would rather you. Also, you can wash them beforehand, <laughs> but I. <laughs> I would rather you wash them afterwards. Now, I'm telling you, that's the cleanest part of me. Now your germs I make are on sure the door is, handle. They're on the man. They're, they're everywhere. I lick these door handles. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm giving all y'all this super flu. So, but here's my point though. If Avery comes to me and tells me this, I think it's my job that before Avery ever asks this, to tell Avery all the ways he's messing up. And I usually know the ways that Avery's messing up because it's the same ways I messed up 20 years ago. Well, maybe that's not a good example, then. I'm trying to think of a better way you're, to You're it, looking at the relationship think. that you have with Avery. Right. What, you, just just you, imagine you you've got fictional son, and for whatever reason... Am you, I imagining you, Calvin? You don't think... No, he, let me, me could, imagine Calvin. No, no, no. Let me explain, let me explain to you how... You don't think he can make a good a Mason. Let me explain period. to you how, I'm not, how I know Calvin's not going to be a Mason. He'll be in jail before he turns 18. Well, that's on you, but... yeah, On me? Oh, that yeah. kid come out evil. That's on you. It's my genes. I yes. didn't do this. Yes, you did. Stuff skips a few generations. No. That's that kid's like an Irish drunk with no alcohol. Whether it's because of... You ever been around a kid when he woke up from a nap? <laughs> he wakes up and puts fist up, dude. It's like Dukes. Like under you. Fist. That's because he doesn't like you. Anytime he's around me, he's like nice He and does it to his mom and stuff. It's because he's always and... awake. I'm telling you, go wake that kid up from a nap. Go wake that kid up from a nap and he will whoop your ass. He'll be like, what's up, Bruce? No, he won't. Oh, no, he will while he's, like, getting something in his other hand to hit you upside the head with so he can distract you. I played Frisbee with him. He's a good kid. Anyway, let's move on. I think we're about an hour into the show, and we really ain't covered anything. All right. Message to the past Grandmaster and everybody else. Basically, what this was, a post on Reddit, 
some past grandmaster that really didn't feel like announcing where he was from. Um, said, "Hey, I'm a past grandmaster. What should we do to better for this fraternity? What do you want out of your grandmasters?" A lot of people were saying, "Stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, your job is what the Constitution says, nothing more. Yeah. Uh, your job is to hold the place together, so it's here in fifty years. Don't be that guy that ruins everything." Uh, one guy uh, made an especially good point, which I'm going to call out our junior past master on. Sorry, Josh. Uh, he's not here. We just have, well, the line of succession is not always the best. That was a joke, Josh. You should have giggled at that. You're not even listening, are you? Uh-huh. You're just nodding in the right spot, yeah. ain't you? Exactly. Um, so a guy said, and his name is, I'd send it in the thing. You have it? No, it you starts with an A. Look it up. It's like A L uh, Titus. I did look it up. Like Alabama Titus or something. Here, just Alabama go on. I'll Titus. say it in a second. Anyway, so Alabama he writes shakes. that he was told once upon a time when he was in senior DMLA, I believe, that it's the leader's job not to take credit for anything, but to praise and spread around that credit as much as possible. His name is Aphistius. <laughs> That's unholy. Aphistius. A fistula. It's the letter A, the word fist, and then I-U-S. Oh, he's a fan of the boxing at in Indiana, Ohio University. University. <laughs> <laughs> a fistious. That was a long way to go for him. Hope he's not fisting people. Uh, wow. Anyway, um, he said that your job is to spread credit around everybody else. It's not to take the credit. Right. When something gets done in your year, it's not to say, look at this great stuff I did. It's say, look at this great stuff y'all did. It's not about me. It's about you. Do you elevate people anywhere you can, and you spread it around. And that's the trait of a good leader. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, agreed. We had a past master, our junior past master. That was one of his best qualities, I think, at this lodge. The one that's just went out was when we got our reward, he calls up everybody. Yeah. He says, "This y'all did this. this thanks for doing this for me. I'm getting the award, but y'all are the ones that did this. I just think that's the way anybody in any role in Masonic leadership ought to do, which starts basically at your master, ought to handle this. I'm with that. Yep. No no discussion on this? No, absolutely. Everybody thinks a good leader is the guy that stands up and has all the answers and, and, and all this stuff. No. A good leader is somebody that will get – his team or his group to do things that they may not have actually did through force of personality or through through getting them to buy into a bigger ideal and then turning that credit over to those people because when you get that credit, guess what? You like those attaboys and you're going to do even better. Right, right. And that's how you perpetuate it. That's, and then those guys will eventually like him so much that they'll they'll die for him. They'll do whatever he asked them to do. And you almost did that to us at the fair last year. That was almost the end of most of us. <laughs> that is exactly we what you did. All literally died. That is exactly what he did at the big Fourth of July fair. You realize what he just told us? What he did to us at the Fourth of July fair? It, 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 I, I'm telling you, I got little, a lot of attaboys. Attaboys. It felt good. It, it did yeah. feel good. Despite the fact that I could, like, physically couldn't walk anymore. If it had been a little bit busier on the 4th of July, I'm pretty sure he'd got up on that stage and said, Into the breach once more, my good man. <laughs> you guys did a fantastic job. 
and I can't. I'm looking forward to seeing just how great you oh, all can make this year. See? Here we go He's again. Right like Here we go months. again. Do you realize that? That's oh, in two months. Son, it ain't even that long. We gotta do the one close to here before then. That's like that. that's like a month away now. It's like a month and a week away. Oh God! Then another month, we got to do the huge one. I just found out I'm going to be traveling that week, so I know you guys are going to do. I a just great found out there's going to be a bomb threat on whatever plane you're going to be flying on. You ain't leaving. You will not make it to the uh-huh. airport, son. Just so you know. Had a boy. Had a boy. I just think that something <laughs> needs to be said. That that comment needed to be called out. That yeah. that's something yeah. that a lot of people that get in a leadership role. All of a sudden, it's about what I've done for this lodge, what I've done for this, what I've done for the, No. Right. Speaking of airplanes. Yeah. Have, have any of y'all flown lately? No. The seats for the average American. Uh, are you flying on Spirit Airlines, first of all? <laughs> uh, Southwest. That's just uh, as bad. But they, uh, they're, they're, they're too small. <laughs> they're way too small. They're too I, small, small for a Bigfoot s- s- mother. Yeah. I'm, son six, of a- I'm six foot five. I'm, I'm, I'm tipping. Tony, I'm telling you right now, if you're Close a little bit three. more hairy and went for a walk in the woods, you'd be on the Discovery Channel. And so they've Close got these microphones. I, I want to hear that. If you're a big guy, don't okay. ask for a seatbelt extender. The, when I flew back from Baltimore, I couldn't get my seatbelt to, 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 to snap in. <laughs> and so I did the... Uh, I did the click thing. I went click click. <laughs> you made I, it with your mouth. You yeah, made the. She yeah. bought that. <laughs> and, and then I took my belly click. and I laid it over the seatbelt so it would hold the seatbelt in place. My belly was holding the seatbelt, and then they come up and down the aisles and do their little seatbelt checks. And it looked like I was belted in. Had we had hit any turbulence, my head had been, <laughs> had been bouncing all over the place. That reminds me. of The what? problem is if you ask for a seatbelt extender. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so aisle three. Oh, they call you needs a seatbelt extender. Can we have a seatbelt extender, please? We got a big lard ass up here. Do they, do they make What's you up? walk to the back of the plane it's in the front of everybody to get it? It's the guy underneath the lit sign in the back. You'll see him. He's wearing a red shirt. And then if you have a connector connector flight, you go through the same thing again. And then if you hop onto a puddle jumper plane, why don't you just, why don't you just take out an extender sit. with you? They make you sick because they have to balance the weight on this plane. <laughs> You know how embarrassing it is. Put you in the middle, middle, don't they? Yeah, no. Do they make you you move to the front for takeoff and to the back for landing? (laughs) They'll make you move around. Do you know how embarrassing it is to be the only guy on the left hand side of the plane? (laughs) (laughs) You look over and you're waving. You're the only guy to balance the plane out. You know, okay, we're getting ready to make a right hand turn. Would seat three A please lean to the left? (laughs) (laughs) You're you're on the damn airplane like it's a motorcycle leaning into corners. (laughs) Yeah. So flying is well, at not. Least you what get it's your called. choice when you get on the plane. They're like, you want the left side or the right side? They won't let me. Everybody else goes on the other. Well, sir, you, you you can't sit in the exit aisle here. <laughs> You've got to move, we, sir. We, I'm not real we sure. The, we want people that we want to save in the exit aisle. You're going to be like the. I'm last. not real sure. You're not going to cork up that door like <laughs> and just cause a jam. Or if you're the first one out onto the slide and you pop the slide, then you've ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Sir, according to the physics our pilot just did, you can't have a window seat. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so we have good news. There's a C-130 flying back from the Air National Guard next month. You can catch a ride with them. They <laughs> hauled an elephant to the zoo last month. You should be fine. In the case of an emergency water landing, your seat can be used as a flotation device. Not for you. Or, <laughs> or you can just use the guy in C-3A. Yeah. Grab onto that dude because I promise you he's going to float. Yeah, that's me. So the seatbelt thing brought up one of my earliest memories, and it just triggered. Like I ain't thought about it in years. Like when I was growing up, my dad was a drag uh, racing guy. Like he would build drag cars, but he, they were street cars, street rods, or whatever. 
and then we would go to the local drag strip and race them. And I hated drag strip days, dude, because I was I just care stuff, dude. I didn't think my story was that bad. I hated drag strip days when I was a little kid. Apparently, I would whine all the time. Like I barely remember them because I didn't have nothing to do. I couldn't ride in the car. They were working on the car, tuning the car. I'm just standing around in the pits, like, when can we go home? When can we go home? And Meanwhile, he's racing you could have been learning day. stuff this whole time. But I was on. three, so how about you go? Like, I'm, what am I going to learn? That car's blue. That's what I learned. <laughs> that kid's, that kid, he's going around <laughs> licking all the door handles on the cars. What are we going to teach right, him? Right, right. So my dad um, decided to take me for my first drag strip car ride and he had just rebuilt in 1960 uh i'm sorry in 1957 corvette two-tone gold had painted it because he painted cars all his life had painted it and it was a drag car it was tubbed out in the back it was a drag car but it looked like a standard corvette but this car was just i mean like the front end would come off and he could remember those old pop bottles those 16 ounce glass pop bottles pop bottles that's like a real hick mm-hmm. now soda mm-hmm. bottles mm-hmm. he would uh, better he would take yeah well <laughs> Sody bop, he would take that car and put those in front of that, that car. And when he would pop the clutch on it, that car would raise up high enough in the front end and then come down on the soda bottle and bust it. That was like his trick in the neighborhood. So all the neighbors love my dad, of course. But, I got glass of <laughs> That was so cool, but I got glass of It's three o'clock in the morning. Not an asshole's out there revving that engine again. Damn, pikeys. Anyway. So he decides he's going to take me for my first drag strip ride because apparently I was being especially annoying this day. Now, Dad's restoring this car a part at a time. And it was all done except for the passenger seatbelt receiver. <laughs> it was... When the parachute came out, he went through the windshield. It was no parachute. It was a street <laughs> ride. But uh, so, like, there's just the belt you can lay across your lap. And one of the earliest memories of my dad was him throwing the belt across my lap, tightening it up a little bit so it looked right, and then saying, there ain't nothing to plug that into. Just lay it across your lap, and they'll never realize it. (laughs) Then the Christmas tree turned green, and my brain wound up somewhere in the back of my head. (laughs) And Dad asked me how I liked my first drag car ride, and I said, I never really want to do that again, Dad. (laughs) And I think that's the point in time when he became disappointed that I was his son for the rest of his life. Well, try doing that on a plane in front of 200 other people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got anything else on this board? Uh, probably hit another one. You got that one or that one? All right. Well, there was one that's not on the board that was sent last week by mm-hmm. Brother Harlan. I don't believe y'all covered. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who was really, really pissed at his lodge... Because his lodge was in a poor neighborhood of town. And you had a lady that come up to these gentlemen all in tuxedos and said, I'm not asking for money or anything, but is there any way y'all could give me some food? And they voted on it and said no. Oh. And then they threw away about 20, 30 pounds of food. And he lost his damn mind on Reddit. And I understand why. And then a lot of people called him out and said, well, why didn't you just fix yourself a plate? Say, I'm taking this to my car and then hand it to this woman. He said, you're right. I messed up. I'm also mad at myself. I shouldn't have listened to him. I should have done what I wanted to do in the first place. People were saying if if they find out they can get food here, they're going to line up. If uh, they find out we've got food in here and we're willing to give it out, they're going to wind up robbing us. 
okay. I mean, seriously, okay. If they find out we got food here and y'all are throwing away 30 pounds of food every day, we'll hand it out to the gone here. Seriously. I would much rather hand out food to a hungry person in this parking lot than for one of us who really don't need it. I mean, we really eat right, it, right. but mm-hmm. we don't need it. I would rather do that any day. Yeah. I mean, you're not handing out cash. Like, I could see, like, not wanting to give out cash. But handing out food that you're not going to eat anyway? What's it hurting? Yeah, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> well, and then some people were saying, so, well, what if she's allergic to something in the food? And then you all get sued for it. Okay. I'll take that chance. I'm sorry, but I'll take that damn chance. All the lodgers in Florida, we're good to go. <laughs> exactly. Wait, this lodge was in Florida. Oh, okay. And the person asking for food happened to be Florida man. So is this at Michaela it Lodge? Was, it was a Michaela Lodge. Florida man was asking for food. It's probably a setup. Hmm. I would have lost my mind over that. But yeah. that I, I think okay. I, you, uh, what are right. we? The other thing. What are we, we doing? Basically, we're, we're not a charitable organization officially, but we like to do charity work. And well, what yeah. better way? I mean, you found a need in the community. You serve that need, and you do it. And I'm just looking at it from my point of view, but I'm telling you right now, for me to walk up to somebody and ask them for food, mm-hmm. I'm starving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'm really, really hungry, I'm not going to ask you for food, especially if I don't know you and you're in a suit and I'm, you know. Homeless yeah. person? I don't think she, he said she was homeless. I think she said, well, maybe she is. I think, I got the impression maybe she was living in her car or something, right. but she wasn't like a bag lady. If they don't want to be around that, maybe they should move the lodge to a better portion of town. That way they don't have to deal with those people. Well, and then, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's, this is crazy. And then they're saying, like, then some people were saying, well, you know, there's better ways to handle chair. Yeah, y'all threw this food away, though. This food went in the garbage. Somebody had, God. Damn it. Stu, come on. Sorry. We don't have to edit that one out because I said the first part and he said the second part, right? <laughs> It doesn't count as one word. <laughs> but, like, the part that annoys me, and I think it's what's really annoying this guy, and I forgot his name because Harlan sent it last week and it wasn't on the board for this week. I think the part of what's really annoying him is he's a relatively new Mason. I think he's only been in, like, two years, three years. He's holding, like, a lower office. And all of his Masonic elders are the ones telling him not to do it. So he listens to them. I think most of us with the exception of Bruce, who is now a warden, so he's not a lower Masonic officer. If our Masonic elders were sitting here telling us not to feed somebody, I think the three of us, anyway, are probably going to give them the finger and say, we'll talk about it later, and then take some food outside. Yeah. Definitely. But we're not going to feel that same pressure he's going to feel of fitting into the group that he's a relatively new member. Right. I mean, Bruce is relatively new, but I, I don't see Bruce turning away a hungry woman. If we're getting ready to throw away food... I don't know, dude. If if I, in concept, you're right, absolutely. But if I'm there with my plate walking out the door, and Johnny Potts is sitting right there saying, "Don't do that," I don't know. I, I mean, I see your point. As I an, think me and Johnny Potts are going to fight about it, though. As a new right. brother, a younger brother, or whatever, yeah, I would have. I would have been probably intimidated by the other brothers that were there, but I would have had serious. Well, somebody had the uh, best idea, like to to like 
invalidate like the concerns about she's going to sue us if she's allergic to something in the food. What he should have done is fixed a huge old plate for his wife and said, I'm going to take this car, this out to my car for my wife, set it on top of the car, and then say real loudly while the lady's still in the parking lot, I hope this plate I of hope, food doesn't yeah. disappear. I hope this plate of food, this delicious hot food, doesn't disappear the three hours I'm inside this building that I'm going to leave on top of my car. I hope I don't drive off and leave it on top of my car. You know what? I probably won't even remember it when I come out anyway. <laughs> It wasn't too long ago that a fellow walked into our breakfast. Were you here then? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't here, but I've heard about it. You yeah, know, the fellow yeah. walked into the breakfast, needed some gas money, and we checked into it just a little bit, asked him some questions. Well, he didn't even ask for gas money at first. No, he asked he to wash dishes for some food. Yeah. And before he left here, he had some gas money. He, he I mean, we didn't make the guy wealthy. <laughs> No, but, but but we took care of what much. of his immediate need, and yeah. and we actually did that. I think out of our pockets, we yeah. didn't. You know, it wasn't a lodge thing. It's just we made sure he was he got where he needed to be. I, I don't know. I I just I just hope I'm not ever to the point where I'm so cold hearted mm-hmm. that a few of us are sitting around saying we're not going to give this lady food. It's just going to invite more people that need food. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if it's money. You know what I'm saying? Like. Maybe they're scamming us. Maybe she's not really. Maybe it's like some kind of scam she's going to use for heroin. It's food. You can't pawn food. But what if it was a scam? What what if somebody is scamming you? Is that on you or is that on them? If somebody comes up and they say, hey, I'm hungry. And, I agree. And you give them $5 and they use it to go get whiskey or whatever. Is, does that make you a bad person? I agree. And, and no, I do that often. That, like yeah. at the gas station down the road where they run the, I just ran out of gas. Now I got I to gotta get to Florida right. deal. I, I give them money all the time. Yeah, but if, I, if you know they're going to spend that money on whiskey, it is you, on you. If you know that, but if he's saying he's hungry, saying whatever, I was I was caught up in the town. And second of all, I'm going to spend that five dollars on whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I'd give it to the guy if he was like, "Give me five bucks. I, I, I want some whiskey." I had one do that one time. I would be. Did you give him the money? Yeah, I would be more Absolutely. likely to do. He that. said, uh, "He said, man, can I have two dollars? Man, I want to go get a buy a beer." Honest, <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing: like, are you gonna look down on me for buying a two dollar beer? No, a homeboy's life's pretty. Sh- yeah. Let him have a beer, right? And he was honest. I was stopped in a little town up, up yeah, the sorry. road, pretty good little ways. There's a state attraction and everything down there, and um, there was a guy in a van. He had his, I guess, his wife and a couple, two or three kids in the van. He came up to me. I, I guess he's seen the Masonic stuff on my car i don't know why he came to me but he said hey we're traveling from here to here and uh we ran out of money we don't have any food and this was in a wendy's parking lot and uh i said sure i'll take care of you i went back in handed the register lady uh a 20 dollar bill and said you know take care of them and let them give them some food yeah that was rather than hand him 20 dollars. there's things you can do this person was asking for like you say, for freaking food. Straight up food. You no can't food. asking for food you and you're going to say no. How cold-hearted do you have to be to say nope? And here's the thing. That's like, cool. I, I think when you have an abundance. That's pretty good, yeah. like, especially when you're throwing it away. Right. And when you were talking about, well, I'll, I'll go without eating. You have my food. I don't care. Oh, I never yeah. eat anyway, even if we're not throwing it away. But here's my point. It's like this gas station up the road down by where I live, that truck stop. Like, I stop in there all the time, mm-hmm. and there's all the time somebody running that, hey, man, I need five bucks for gas. Well, I give it to them all the time. But I stop, at that, I stop at that gas station. I know that's a chance when I stop there. I think the difference is if somebody's coming in the Masonic Lodge, 
and you're not really feeling them out. They're just saying, hey, man, I need a little bit of money for whatever. And you're giving it to them. And then it gets a reputation uh-huh. for being the place you come for money. I can see you not wanting to hand cash out the door. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to maybe become like a moth to a flame situation. And then you're going to be turning away actual needy people thinking they're like the scammer that was here last week and then the week after that and the week after that. But I don't think food, I don't think you can scam food. What's the worst she's going to do? Throw it the fuck away like you are? Right. Mark that down. Sorry. (laughs) Actually, that may actually go along with the sediment (laughs) of the conversation because that makes you mad enough to – and you know, and, and you know, worried about getting sued because she might be allergic to something. You know, I, I'll take that to a jury. Yeah. Like I understand she's poor and she's on the street. And if a lawyer tells her she can get ten thousand dollars, get off the street if she sues this Masonic lodge, take it to a jury. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there's a jury in America that's going to sit here and listen to this. So you knowingly gave this woman potato salad which had onions in it, which you know three yeah. percent of the population is deathly allergic to. Oh, we're taking you guys for all your work. Right. I think more than likely what they're going to hear is it's a lady that needed some food and you gave her some food and they're not going to fault you for that. I don't, I don't, I mean, seriously, if you take that to a jury, I can't see a 12, re- well, 12 reasonable people on a jury. I just can't see, but I can't see 12 unreasonable people saying, no, you're liable because she had a allergic reaction to some food you gave her. Hmm. I made a comment earlier about one of the things I think is wrong with the Christian religion right now and, and we're so entitled, you know, different things. One of the things wrong with a lot of Masonic lodges right now is you become so inwardly focused on what you're doing. Yeah. And we shouldn't be. We ought to be outwardly focused. We mm-hmm. ought to be worried about things like that in the community. Don't get me a, wrong. We take care of our own first. Yeah. We if we got a brother that's down, we got a widow that's down. Help them before we help somebody else. This is food. Yeah. If we would focus more on problems in the community, I don't think there'd be a membership issue. I don't, and people would want to come to Lodge because you would feel like you're part of the greater good, that you're doing good in the community. If you're not doing anything in the community, well, I mean, come on. You're going to come in. You're going to have a 30 minute business. You're going to drink a cup of coffee and go home. Yeah, we're going to die off. Do you remember that fair? And I think me and you were probably the only two there at that time. Where me and you and a few of the other guys, we had worked our butt off at that fair. Seriously worked our – I mean, like, we were all dying. Yeah. All wanting to die. It's Saturday you night. You have to be more specific. That's every fair. It's <laughs> every fair. I'm getting <laughs> to it. every day of every fair. I'm getting to it. But it, it's the last day of the fair. We're getting ready to break down here in a little bit. I'm well into my third margarita. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there discussing. The devil's juice. Strawberry. Oh, God, that thing was <laughs> evil. That that should be outlawed. That is the one alcohol I've come across that is too potent to be sold on the. <laughs> it's sneaky. Anyway, um, and you remember we're sitting there like five or six of us are sitting there oh, talking about buying a kid some school clothes and they got money for school clothes. I remember that night. Yeah, yeah. And the guy comes up who runs the beer tents and stuff, uh-huh. and he's sitting there listening to it. Oh, this is what y'all do with the money. Yeah. And we're sitting there talking about how we're going to spend the money. We just there were some kids that didn't have they didn't have shoes yeah. or clothes to go to school, and they didn't and, know. Yeah. And, and yeah, and they didn't even come to us. It was we found we heard out it about through them. another guy who knew they were needing stuff. Who yeah, worked. He's a member of another lodge, but had worked with us out there. Yeah. He was tired. You couldn't. But we took the time. But we make, sat there and talked about it. Yeah, and then as tired as we were and everything, after that, everybody kind of felt good. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's what we did it for. Whatever. Yeah. Like, it sucked. It's over. But that's why we did it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these people ain't giving out food. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I don't. You're doing it wrong. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to call out your jurisdiction, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're messing up, dude. You're messing up right now. Mm-hmm. It, it just happened. That's no. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a stated me- meeting communication. We're going to pull your charter. How about you don't give a hungry lady in your parking lot food? We're going to pull your charter. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. Where's the Where's the grandmaster on that one? Yeah. Can we get a district deputy involved so somebody can move this bullshit on down the line? Anyway, so let's end on a happier note. So uh, there was a a happier note. Southwest just announced they're going to widen their widen their seats by <laughs> one inch. They really did. Just a, they just made an announcement. Their seats are going to be. Wow, one now inch you only need seven more inches. But where where are they going to widen it to? So that means the aisle has to be. So now you got to scoot sideways down the aisle to get to your seat, or you what lose two inches. What do you in do when you look down the aisle and you know you're going to have to go sideways? Do you look for the pretty girl to turn and face? Or do you just randomly choose front or back? Randomly. Don't don't have a forward thought about that because by the time you get there, there may be issues. Yeah, when you see people coming, <laughs> are they all leaning away from the – like whenever like they see you coming, are they all leaning, leaning away from the aisle so you don't accidentally like – I fly southwest, so anyway. <laughs> it's the Walmart of airlines anyway. It doesn't yes. matter. But they don't have assigned seating. They have boarding groups, and if you pay the extra twenty dollars, you fly, you fly business select or whatever. You're in the first boarding group. I do that now because if you're in the last boarding group, the C's and not the A's, the plane's pretty much full. And then when you're a guy of my size and you're coming into the plane, and now everybody's already got their seats and stuff, and you're looking for an empty seat, you can see the look of fear on these people's eyes as you're coming down. Oh, oh yeah. God, oh, God, oh, God, don't sit here. Please don't sit here. Please don't sit here. My wife's in the bathroom. I'm holding her seat for her. Please don't sit here. Exactly. And that's why I now pay the extra $20 they, they so I can be the on first seat. on the- <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So uh, I wanted to bring this one up. There was a topic um, that said, if you could be a Freemason at any point in history other than present, which point would you choose? And then I have a subtangent upon this tangent. Renaissance. Renaissance. Yeah, Renaissance. Go on. There's nothing to go on. It's so obvious. But why? That would be when you'd want, because that was when all the free thinkers and and. The, that's where you went to to discuss the issues of the day and and to talk about science and geometry and uh, all the different issues that we're facing. That was the place that those thinkers got together, and you would talk with like Galileo, Sir Isaac <laughs> Newton. I think you're going to have a little hard time winding up in a lodge with Galileo and Newton. But <laughs> I don't think they were members of the same lodge or alive at the same time. <laughs> That type, his apples that were still error, there though. That error, era, era, uh, era, um, or in a lodge during the revolution, yeah, uh, the American be, Revolution. Come on, that's the easy answer yeah. right there. But that's not the first answer. That's I the guess. Rage Against the Machine Masonic error. Yeah. And or, then after the revolution, y'all running this or, business. <laughs> Or my other choice would be during the anti-Masonic times. What? That would be fun. They hung Masons. But but then you're underground and you're really for real being serious about this stuff because of... That's back it, when Masons were real Masons. That's not That's fun what? at all. Not, not, <laughs> not, not today when it's easy to be a Mason. It's easy. Today it's easy to be a back Mason. Then, back then. You you back be, then. Back then. You had to really be a Mason. I cannot swear for two hours. You don't think I ain't going to be able to say, well, over to Lodge me, then they're, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're stringing me up, man. 
Y'all are wrong. But you'd feel like you're part of a bigger, you know. Okay, what what is yours? Yeah. What is no your revolution favorite? anymore. Because oh, that's the easy one. It is the easy one. But that's the easy one. That's what everybody says. It's the it's the best answer. I'm sorry. Sometimes the easy one is the best answer. Okay, would you sit in the lodge with General Washington, Benjamin Franklin, or Franklin? Franklin all the way, dude. Franklin, Franklin is a baller. His personal hero, Tony. Franklin is absolutely my personal hero, dude. Hellfire clubs, electricity, <laughs> farmers' almanacs, syphilis. Those are all his ideas of fun. Look, look at how much of a honey badger Franklin was. Look at every other picture of every other one of the founding fathers. He they're made all, alcohol. They're all <laughs> bald. All the founding fathers made alcohol. That yeah, was but Franklin and grew hemp. But here's my point. All of them are bald, and they're wearing these powdered, fluffy wigs. Hmm, look how fancy pants I am. Hmm. Ben Franklin rocked the Crip Keeper hair with no wig. He said, screw y'all. I'm a honey badger. I'm still getting more women than y'all. I'm the baddest man in the entire United States of what's soon to be America. And he also started the post office. There you go. He did everything. He started the first library system. He started the first, yeah. Renaissance man. He did everything. Just look up Benjamin Franklin quotes. And you're like, oh, shit. I thought that was original to my grandma. No. And she read that in a, in, a, in a Franklin book. Bifocals? Everything. He's, he's the one Modern that Modern society would not exist he without made, Ben Franklin. He made those special glasses so you could see the code on the oh, uh, Constitution. <laughs> That's true. He lived to be like, I don't know, 400 or something. Revolutionary War starts. He's the oldest person there. Then he's like president of Pennsylvania or governor of Pennsylvania. He's the oldest person there. I think the thing about... A lot of those bigger than life characters is they lived life though. They lived like ten lifetimes during their life. That dude should have been dead. We, we get up, we go to work, we go home, we mow the grass, watch a little TV, and go to bed. They lived. They freaking lived. I, life. I have not made one significant invention. Hang on, if, if I won the lottery and you, never had to work another day in my life, I could not fit into my life. All what? of the partying. That man did, much less all of the work he did. Did he sleep? Was there five of him? You know how many women he slept with? A lot. Wilt Chamberlain's jealous. (laughs) Anyway, the subtangent on this. Somebody brought up that they would like to be in the lodge that Prince Hall was blackballed from. Who then went to Scotland, got the degrees, come back, started Prince Hall. I didn't think he was blackballed. I thought. I, I thought he. I thought just willingly he started his own. No, I. I, I this is in the subreddit. I'm not under. I, under I, I thought that too, through, but I don't know. I thought two, it was a navy two, lodge or something. Two learned people were saying he was blackballed from a lodge. I think probably what it was he was in a navy lodge. Yeah. And then he petitioned. Ah. Like okay. because when you're out of the armed forces, you're not yeah. in that lodge anymore. Yeah. It's a traveling lodge. Then he petitioned the lodge to become a regular member of a like a home lodge, and they blackballed him. And then he went to Scotland, gotcha. and then came back, started, you know, Prince Hall. And I just think it's. And somebody said they wanted to be there to see like the petition and see how it all went down and see if he was all like, "Screw you guys, I'm going to Scotland." I think it's a fun like, like a thought experiment. What if he wasn't blackballed? Okay. How does that change masonry from that time forward? Does Prince Hall exist, but it's called uh, Dan Johnson? Would you have slave 
owners and slaves sitting in the same lodge? I don't think slaves ever sat in a lodge, Tony. Even no, in, no. Oh, if even Prince on that Hall side. was not, I mean, would you have? That would be a. No, but that's my point is do you think that. I'm talking about like freed slaves? Like when, when they were free? All men are, are, are equal. They're all on the level. So whether you're a slave or not a slave. But they're not free born. They'd only if, have three fifths of a vote. That's what it would be. <laughs> no. But but my point is is do you, like I I mean I just would like some people to chime in on this because I really don't know, especially some Prince Hall brothers. Like, do you think somebody else would have come up with with it? They would things would have kept going the way they did, but they let this one guy in. So then Dan Johnson doesn't get in. So he gets mad and starts Dan Johnson lodges, and then that tradition kind of goes the same path. Like just a couple years later, or do you think uh, African Americans are let into? Uh, traditional white lodges that there was quotation marks you can't see over the radio um, like earlier if Prince Al wasn't blackballed and African Americans were in the lodges there wouldn't be what you would call traditional but that's one guy lodges. is my point like that's one guy yeah, you're who s- for you're whatever reason like isn't being racist against isn't having racism put against him because he's black that doesn't mean the lodge down the street ain't gonna blackball the next black man that walks in there and puts in a petition alright that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's going to be another guy that does it, or do you think nobody else that was was he who like was a, going to take the stand and do it? Is that what you're saying? Either that, or, or was he just a great man of history but, who but, could pull it off? But and maybe there isn't anybody else who would have pulled it off. Right. But part of racism and, and all that type of stuff is if you don't have if you don't associate with members of different races, then racism's easy to start. Uh, I don't have any. I have some Filipino friends, but I don't have any Chinese, Far Eastern friends. You know, it, oh, the Indonesians, man. Okay. I don't know any Indonesians, so, so they're if, the worst. If you have friends of different races, if you sit in lodge with African Americans and Chinese and Irishmen and and all that type of stuff, why got the Irishmen in there? Uh, <laughs> you're you're probably going to be less likely to be racist if you have friends of different races. I absolutely agree. Yeah, Therefore, true. I believe a lot of racists are like all of them's horrible, except for Bill. Bill's cool. Yeah, I know Bill. Bill's a, Bill's one of the good ones. And then they meet. Type. Then they meet Bill's friend John. And, no, he's oh, John's good. cool too. Yeah, he's okay. And then eventually they're going to hit a level where they're like, oh shit, maybe they're all okay. Yeah. I don't know. And so had had you not had the two branches, basically Prince Hall and and regular traditional masonry, the way we look at it. Um, you may never have had that as much of it. You're still always going to have some but no, see, uneducated I, I don't, I don't, local. I don't which, think. Don't get me wrong. I don't think until the, after the Civil War, you're going to have black men in 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 mass joining tr- again quotation mm-hmm. marks traditional white lodges. I just think Prince Hall may have been a great man of history who had the gumption and the willpower and the ability to start this organization and what it come today. I could be wrong. Maybe, like I said, if they let him in, because then they're not going to let in Dan Johnson down the street in another lodge. Maybe Dan Johnson could do it. Maybe this guy's just as, I don't know. I'm just curious to know if that one piece of history's changed. If that, if, if that one vote, that one night goes different. Could that have been a turning point? A hundred some years, 200 some years later, what does Freemasonry look like? Does it look different? Does it look the same? Except instead of saying our Prince Hall brothers, we're saying our Dan Johnson brothers? Or or is there not another lodge and, and now everybody's just under this one umbrella? Or? It's a butterfly effect. 
I just think it's it's fun to think about. I'm sorry. I do the same thing with what if Giorgio Precept hadn't killed the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. I can talk about that the rest of the day if y'all got time. No. I often think of things like that. that I think I I think of things like this. (laughs) There. Now I just did that. Hang on. Did that just change the course of history? Wait a minute. (laughs) Yes. I know that sound. Am am I now a half a second behind where my life would have been had I not went like that? Hang on. So now I'm a whole second behind. Three of us in such a way that we're going to be somewhere out doing something (laughs) and think of that. No. And then it's going to totally mess no, us up. And we're gonna he's messed up my whole life. When guy. he made that sound, I thought he was motorboating. I thought I'd missed a woman walking in. <laughs> I was like, did we all of a sudden go to the strip club? But I think things Have like that. Have you never that. seen Tony in a strip club? That's all he does. He walks around with a $10 bill, hands it to her, and goes, <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't not, touch her. Not, not even in her boobs, no. just in her general direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. He's like, pretend I'm doing this. <laughs> and she goes, ooh, that feels good. And then he walks <laughs> off. <laughs> but they're like five feet away. Right, yeah. You can't yeah, touch her. Yeah, yeah, it's right. unholy to mm, touch a, mm-hmm. a stripper lady. Stripper lady, is that a politically correct I, term? I don't know. It uh, seems a little ignorant. Uh, some kind of dancer. <laughs> <laughs> seems Tiny? Ignorant. Seems ignorant. Tiny, tiny dancer. But <laughs> do, do you not dancer. sometimes think, though, little, just a little thing like that? As you travel through life, you're now a half a second behind or a second. Show Again, a the butterfly effect. Yeah, exactly, like, the butterfly effect. But uh, what? No. Is he throwing up gang signs? He's throwing up gang signs over here. What's up with that? What are you, what are you, are you sign language in me? Do you have to pee? What is he, this? He can't help it. It's in his jeans. I think he's saying cut the sh- Oh, cut it out. I got yeah, it now. All go. right. I mean, I'm only thinking about it with big things. Like big things that had a big event that hinged on a small moment like the assassination of Giorgio the Giorgio precept did on the Archduke Franz Ferdinand what if Hitler gets shot in World War One? you're not taking it far enough back though the Archdu- Archbishop Archduke or whatever that guy's name is uh, it's only the most important uh, man in World War One. blah 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 uh, World War One's the most important thing the, in our history but somewhere if you take it further back that big thing that you're saying started with the little thing Everything, totally every, everything agree. starts from a little thing because he got shot because evidently he upset someone. I totally agree, and, and that may go back before evidently that. Evidently, he upset that. someone, and before that, and so it, it may have started with. Bruce uh, just quit. He just threw the pen. He's done. He's like, this show done went retarded. It, it started with a small thing somewhere that but, grew into a big. But thing. my point is, I like to find that place where at this place you make a right turn or a left turn. Mm-hmm. Right. Like history goes this way or this way. Right. Like, yeah, there was a lot of stuff building up to this. Mm-hmm. But maybe this one little tiny thing, this one little instant in history doesn't happen and it changes everything. Yeah, I think there's a lot of those instances. I do too. Eve doesn't bite the apple. Okay, that's a made-up story, Tony. It's a fairy tale, just so you know. Jason. Yeah, what's can we, up? Can we end this show, buddy? No, no. Harlan's not here. I don't know the end stuff. It's time to go home. I've got to go put up track lighting in my basement. You got to do what? That fun. i got to go. That, i got landscaping to do. Yeah. you got to go run track. <laughs> What's the Mexican on? has landscaping. Imagine that. Imagine that. All right. So you guys can find us on our subreddit, which is R After Lodge or something like that. We're usually hanging around the Big Daddy subreddit of R Freemasonry. You can email us at afterlodge at gmail.com. 
Um, there's something about an RRC at Snoosnoo. IRC.snoonet.org. Yes. Pound signed Freemasonry. Just found it, dog. And, and according Pound to it. Harlan, it's been bumping lately, but I'm pretty sure he said that every show. Just do what the recorded. rest of the world does and go to Facebook. Like half of them are Harlan's alts. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. You can find myself on Facebook at After Lodge Jason. You can find me at After Lodge Jason on Instagram. There are no pictures of my wife, so don't get too excited. Plenty of pictures of Nick Cage, however. <laughs> Gentlemen, do you all have anything else to bring before this podcast before I proceed to hit the mute button? Nope. A ship in a harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are for. Get out there and do something. Again, ties into World War One because the British... <laughs> Brothers, y'all have a good week. Later. Visit.